Welcome to another edition of Union Money. I'm Brian Hirsch, and this evening we're focusing on investments. Six months ago, global markets reached their high. We're halfway through the year, and the MECI World Index has posted its worst half-year performance in history. Many investors are shell-shocked. The good performances over the last three years have been forgotten. As I've consistently said on this program, it's not about market timing, but it's time in the market. If one goes back to 2000, there have been numerous occasions when the markets have been down, and yet, up to the beginning of this year, they've always recovered to new highs. And joining this evening is Gareth Stobie. He's Managed Director of CoreShares. Gareth, good evening, and good, evening, good, good to have you on the show. Okay. Gareth, let's talk about history. Is, it, is this time going to be, is, this time is different, the events, but is this time different to the market? No, I think absolutely not. Your introduction stole a lot of what I wanted to say tonight, which is around, you know, time in the markets is, is everything. Um, I, I heard some wonderful research the other day where uh, Morningstar analyzed financial markets over about a 25-year uh, period. And to prove the point of how not to jump out the markets or not time the markets, they, they analyzed the returns of the market, was 13-something percent. And then they said, well, if you'd taken out the best 25 trading days from those 25, uh, that 25-year period, your return nearly halved. and went down to like 7%. So the point being is you have to be in the market, stay in the markets. Uh, otherwise, you might miss those, those big you know, um, bounce days. And very often, those days of, of good returns can actually follow on immediately when you think, oh, you know, this market can't go any, you know, uh, you, when, you, you, when you're most nervous is when it, it can bounce and start to start to recover. So to, to your point, Brian, really is one of those moments in our markets where you've got to hold your nerve and, and stick, to your, stick to your financial plan. By all means, revisit it. Uh, but if you're in the right asset allocation and you're in a well-diversified fund, you really should just uh, um, stick it out. Yeah, interesting. You talk about tw you talk about twenty-five year period yes. and being out of the market half the return. I can tell you if you look at f if you look at five to six year periods, from two thousand and two to two thousand eight, and in two thousand and twelve to two thousand eighteen. Yes. If you've been out the market thirty of the top days in that something like eighteen hundred days. Yeah, there you go. You would you your returns would be negative. There you go. People, you know, people always think there's a bell. Someone's going to ring a bell, and now everyone must get in. Correct. When markets rebound. That first 15 to 20 yeah. percent, people miss completely. Yeah. But but you know the the the, 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 fr the phrase really is how how are the markets doing? I mean the question is not really about the markets, is it? It's around around about the companies that are in that market. I mean people talk generally about the market, yeah. but the market's made up of companies, but, and particularly global. You look at global funds, yeah. global, and you look at South Africa. So it's how the company is doing. And I mean, we've got a big period coming off now. We've got the month of July is big, because first we've got inflation numbers coming out in the USA mm. on Wednesday. And then we've also got also to understand uh, corporate results. And, you know, I know that we, we led by what happens and whether the analysts expect a certain return and companies disappoint. Yeah. And the markets are very harsh on, on companies who miss their projections. Uh, what is your view? Firstly, interest rates. Let's just talk a little bit about interest rates in the U.S. And, and, and wh why is the in U.S. interest rate so important and will affect global markets? Well, well start, start where you left off on, on, on U.S. interest rates. I mean, obviously... That sets sort of the, the base rate and the risk-free rate for, for most of the world, doesn't it? I mean, a lot of capital markets are priced off 
global interest rates and, and the US in many respects sort of leads that, leads that agenda as they have done since, since the global financial crisis. For South African investors, it's, it's particularly important in terms of the carry trade and obviously investors are looking to our market for yield. But if they're getting more yield in their market, then, they, then our market is suddenly uh, uh, slightly less attractive. So there are lots of inputs into equity markets. I mean, you talk about company results, that's, a, that's obviously a critical input. So too are interest rates and, and, and how you are evaluating uh, th those equity returns. And then, of course, sentiment. You know, are we in, a, in an environment with a lot of positive sentiment, a lot of confidence in the economy, or, or, or not, as the case may be? But the other trick is that when all of those answers seem obvious, then very often the market behaves in a totally different way, doesn't it? Uh, and, <laughs> and, and so you can never quite, you can never quite get, it, get, it, get it right. And, and so that really speaks to our, our whole mantra. Uh, when we sit with the client, we try to build a strategic asset allocation framework, working with long-term data. Uh, you know, I spoke about 25 years, to the last 15 years you spoke about, but looking at long-term data through time, and what should one reasonably expect from equity returns from South Africa, from abroad, from uh, bond returns, property returns, and so forth, and how do you best uh, bake that into, into a solution that will, will meet a client's outcome? And we, we, we follow quite a strategic, systematic approach uh, to that, making sure the client's well diversified at a single security level, at an asset allocation level, and that that asset allocation combination is going to leave the client with the best opportunity to meet that, that goal, which is often an inflation-linked goal, you know, inflation plus three or inflation plus five, as the case may be. And when we go through that process, it's very important that the clients are taking enough risk, you know, that they're not suddenly, you know, because we've gone through this terrible six-month period or they're inherently a, a you know, very risk-averse person, they need to ensure that they've got enough risk to, to meet that uh, that inflation targets uh, plus some. Yeah, you know, there's, this, there's an expression that says, a good general takes you where you sh want to be, and a great general takes you where you ought to be. Exactly. And I think that's what investing, that's what advisors are a little bit nervous of. I mean, we've got FASE, the Financial Advisor and Intermediary Services Act, which says, make sure you're investing appropriately, make sure the client understands risk. Everyone hears risk. And if you go back to 2019, 2020, everyone heard risk, but they just saw Morkers running. Now, this six-month period, everyone's heard risk, and they're not realizing that that's the risk they've taken. But if you look at the returns, they'll be up to end of December. I mean, the markets were, international markets were doing anything between 16 to 20% a year, which is a lot higher than yeah. what one would ever expect. So people are giving back. The difficulty is with people who've come into the market the last six to nine months, because they haven't had that upturn, you know. Yeah. So, so your, your business core shares is very much passive. Correct. It's not about it's not about picking stocks. It's about using exchange traded funds and the likes of the, those type of instruments. Correct. So, so our, our investment philosophy is, is premised around um, a number of key tenants. So the one th the one aspect is is around asset class returns, and and as I was explaining earlier, making sure that you've got a, a strategic systematic framework that's going to best help deliver those results that we that we we're just talking about. Then, in terms of the actual index design, making sure that the index is well diversified, that we're running these products at low cost, because we, a, a, as an index fund business, we are betting on 
lower costs through time. So of course, if you're saving half a percent every year on your savings product, that's, that's banked money every year. And that compounds through, through time, the same as returns compound through time. So it's keeping costs low, making sure that you're diversified, both at a securities level and at an asset class level, and then being strategic and systematic around that approach. Uh, more recently, passive firms also obviously adopted ESG and, and looking at sort of sustainability factors around a portfolio. So whilst we're passive, you, you're active for, for, uh, uh, from that point of view. So we manage all asset classes, um, listed property, global equity, local, local equity, local property, and we put together these solutions uh, in a systematic way. Gareth, it's been very difficult globally to have a proper diversification strategy. Mm. You know, bonds have been expensive, property has been difficult. You can't get much interest in any money market type accounts. So have your funds been more geared to equities and are they still geared to equities or are you finding some ability to diversify at this point in time globally? Gl globally, I think that challenge has been a lot harder than, than locally because globally you've had you know, this bizarre scenario for a while. It's coming to an end now of negative, negative interest rates. But locally, the, the, the challenge hasn't been as, as difficult because you've had balanced funds where you have been able to get yield in our bond markets. Um, we've got a vibrant uh, credit and debt market as well. <coughs> Not very easy to track in index products, mind you. Uh, but, but there has been the ability to diversify as a balanced fund manager here across a whole variety of asset classes. You're right. When it comes to the equity components of, of those strategies, it, it, I mean, the offshore component rather, that has been quite equity heavy. Uh, and, and to find diversification there, perhaps in some of the credit markets, and that has been, has been pretty tough. But equity markets have given such good returns of late, haven't they, uh, that um, yeah, it, it's more than made up for that. How do you f feel about this particular statement? Many institutions have said they've downweighted equities, but they've got such a weight of cash coming in from all the different products and all the various other investments they have. So equities have come down, they've got more cash in, so have they really downweighted, or was it just more cash coming in and markets coming down? So your percentage of equities is lower, but not necessarily because there's been a sell. I mean, have, have, have institutions actually been selling equities? I, I couldn't tell you def decisively. I, I don't have that stat at hand. But how that cash is managed as it comes into a portfolio is a deliberate decision by the portfolio manager. So it is a, it is a way of going over cash if you, if, you, if you wanted to. I mean, when we manage our balance funds, if for some reason we want to be deliberately overweight cash, then we can use cash coming into the fund to, to do that. And it's an effective way of doing it rather than actively selling the securities and, and, and trading those stocks and creating costs and so forth. So cash flow management, as we call it in the industry, is part and parcel of portfolio management. Um, so it should be feeding into their strategic framework and, and what they're trying to deliver in the portfolio. Institutions who are getting cash have the advantage, but individuals who invested in the market, yeah. if they want to be downweight their equities, I mean, the fact that the market, actually, they've actually got to sell. Correct. Yeah. 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 Well, we're going to take a break. You're watching In Your Money this evening. We're talking investments. Stay tuned. We'll be back shortly.